the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. We can come boldly to His throne. We're not separated from Him. Because of Jesus Christ and His death on the cross and His resurrection, we've been reconciled to God. We now have a relationship with God. We are now the children of God. And now we can just come boldly without fear to His throne. We don't have to stand on the other side of the pavement and and, and fear and hope that maybe He'll invite us to approach His throne. No, He gives us an invitation. When Jesus died on the cross, He made a way for us to have connection with God. Not only do we have a relationship with God, but He also actually adopts us into His family. We can now be called sons and daughters of the God of the universe. In today's message, Pastor Dan will be talking about the availability that we have with God. We can boldly enter into the throne room and communion with Him. There's no longer a separation from God, but He actually invites us into a fellowship with Him. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 4 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. take like your wife's wedding ring and uh, you know allow the sunlight to hit it and the, the light you know refracting through that diamond and just creating you know this whole whole prism of colors coming out and the bright light shining just dazzling and all these uh, spectrum of colors coming out of it that's what John sees when he sees the throne of God and sees the glory shining forth and he says that God's throne was like a sardius stone in appearance. A sardius stone is like a blood red stone, kind of like a ruby. And so the glory of God is shining forth from his throne. There's this, this brilliant, dazzling white light, like light passing through a diamond. And there's a blood red light. And the jasper stone reminds us of God's purity, his holiness, The sardius stone reminds us of a sacrifice on the cross. That's what you're going to see when you are in heaven. You're going to be taken by just the, the glory of God and his purity and his sacrifice, his shed blood for us on the cross that allows us to even be there in his presence. A Jewish believer reading this in John's day, uh, they would immediately, when they read Jasper Stone and Sardius Stone, their mind would immediately go back to the Old Testament, to Exodus chapter 28, verses 17 to 21. There you have a description of the garments worn by the high priest, and the high priest wore on, on his chest a breastplate that had 12 stones mounted on the breastplate, one stone for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. And the idea was the high priest symbolically, he had that breastplate, 
He had the names of the 12 tribes over his heart so that the, the tribes were on his heart as he would go in to minister to the Lord in the tabernacle. And the jasper and the sardis stones were the first and the last stones in the breastplate of the high priest. Jesus in chapter 1 describes himself as the first and the last. The sardius stone represented Reuben, the firstborn son of Jacob. The jasper stone represented Benjamin, the last son of Jacob. The name Reuben means, behold, a son. The name Benjamin means, son of my right hand. Here, when you put them together, you have, behold, a son, a son of my right hand. And then it says, it goes on in verse 3, to say that in heaven, around the throne, encircling the throne, there is a rainbow that is emerald in appearance. The emerald was the stone of the tribe of Judah, the tribe of Jesus. And Judah means praise. So together you have, behold, a son, the son of my right hand, praise. That is what is happening in heaven. They're worshiping the son of God, Jesus Christ, in heaven. So he's describing what he sees here. He says that the throne of God in heaven is encircled by a rainbow, which was a sign of God's faithfulness. You remember from Genesis chapter 9, verse 13, after the flood, God placed a rainbow in the sky as a sign or a symbol of his covenant and his promise to never judge the earth again with a flood, to never destroy the earth with a flood. And so the rainbow is a sign of God's faithfulness to man, his faithfulness to keep his word. Every time you see a rainbow in the sky, that's what you should think of. God is faithful to keep his word. He is faithful to keep his promises. In Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23 says, Great is God's faithfulness. Psalm 89, verse 8 says, Who is mighty like you, O Lord? Your faithfulness also surrounds you. And we're told here in Revelation that God's throne in heaven is surrounded by a rainbow, a sign of his faithfulness. His faithfulness surrounds him in heaven. And when we enter heaven, we will immediately be drawn to the throne of God and the glory of God. And we will be reminded of his holiness and his purity and his sacrifice for us on the cross, his blood and His faithfulness to us. God is faithful. Even when we don't understand why He's doing what He's doing, even when we don't understand why He's allowing what He's allowed, when you get there and you're before the throne of God, you are going to be overwhelmed by His faithfulness. His purity, His holiness, His sacrifice, His shed blood, and His faithfulness. Verse 4. And around the throne were 24 thrones, and on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And so now you have around the throne of God, you've got 24 lesser thrones with 24 elders uh, sitting on them. Now, who are these people (laughs) sitting on these thrones around the throne of God? Well, there's a lot of a lot of debate among uh, commentators over who these 24 elders are. Some commentators say that these, these 24 are angels, ministering angels sitting on these thrones. I, I don't agree with that view. 
You turn with me over to chapter 7. Look at verse 11. All the angels stood around the throne. I would say all the angels means all the angels, right? They're not seated on thrones. And the elders and the four living creatures that we'll get to in a minute. So there's a distinction made here between the angels that are standing around the throne and the elders. It makes a distinction between the two groups. So these 24 elders are not angels. Some commentators say that this, these are the, the 12 apostles and the 12 patriarchs of the 12 tribes of Israel. I don't, I don't buy that either. Uh, one of the reasons is that uh, John himself was one of the apostles, one of the 12, And John is in heaven writing down what he sees. And he sees 24 occupied thrones. But he's one of the apostles. So if these are the apostles on these thrones, then one of those thrones belongs to him. He doesn't say there were 23 uh, occupied thrones and one vacant throne that had my name written on it. And I was writing, so I didn't sit there, you know. And say reserved for John. That doesn't make sense to me. So who are these 24? There's some other ideas about who they are, but... But I just want to look at what this text says. That's our, that's our best bet. Just what does the text say? Well, they're called elders, 24 elders. Well, where else do we see elders in the Bible? In the New Testament, elders are the leaders in the local congregation, leaders in churches. Uh, you know, the Apostle Paul writes to Titus to appoint elders in each city over each church. Uh, you know, in Timothy, it talks about the qualifications of an elder. So the, the elders elsewhere in the New Testament are leaders of the church, over the church. And look at how these elders are described. They are described as seated on thrones. Now look back in chapter 3, verse 21. The promise made to the church, to those who overcome, the overcomers in the church, verse 21, chapter 3, Jesus says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. It says that they're clothed in white robes. Look at chapter 3, verse 5. He who overcomes shall be clothed with white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. It says that they have have crowns of gold on their head. Uh, Look at chapter 2, verse 10. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation ten days, be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He says that to the church. Look at chapter 3, verse 11. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He says that to to believers. He says that to the church. These are believers. These are are church-age believers in heaven, around the throne of God, worshiping the Lord before the tribulation begins. That's who these elders are. They're representing the church. The church is there in heaven. Look at verse 5. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Very, Very dramatic demonstration of God's sovereignty and authority. We see the same description used in chapter 8, verse 5, chapter 11, verse 19, chapter 16, verses 17 to 18, all during the tribulation period where God is pouring out His wrath. We see a similar description. Also back in the Old Testament in Exodus, I'll just read it to you, you don't have to turn there. 
chapter 19 and chapter 20, when Moses was up on Mount Sinai, where he received the law from God, verse 16, then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. Exodus chapter 20, verse 18. So this is when he receives the Ten Commandments. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking, and when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. That means they backed up. (laughs) When they saw the lightning and the thunder and the sound of it, they started to back away from the mountain. And that's that's the picture we have here of heaven around the throne of God, This just this demonstration of his authority and power, and, and it strikes a healthy fear into people. It causes us to have reverence for God when we see this. It's the throne of God. It goes on, seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold ministry of the Holy Spirit, Isaiah chapter 11. And the Holy Spirit is is described here at the throne of God. Jesus will be at the throne in chapter 5. So you're going to have the whole Godhead here on the throne. And the Holy Spirit is represented by fire here. Uh, We see the same thing in Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit is represented as fire. Now, before the throne, there was a sea of glass, like crystal. So, in front of the throne of God, there is a sea of glass. Not a sea, not a glassy sea, not a a slick, calm sea of water, but a sea of glass. Uh, And this sea of glass is mentioned again in Revelation chapter 15. If you want to turn over there real quick. Verse 2. And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire. And those who have the victory over the beast, over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name, they were standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. They sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints, and so on it goes. So here in chapter 15, these are the tribulation saints. These are uh, people that are believers during the tribulation period, become believers during the tribulation period, that die for their faith, they're martyred, and now they're standing on the sea of glass, before the throne of God, worshiping him. And what is this? I think uh, what it is, is uh, something that was common in the ancient world. Uh, It was common for kings in the ancient world 
to have before their throne uh, what was called a, a pavement, usually made of marble, a pavement. And that pavement separated the king from his subjects. And so it was kind of like a boundary to separate the king from his people and the people from the king. And they could only approach the king if the king invited them to approach his throne. Otherwise, they had to stay on the other side of the pavement. If you're taking notes, John chapter 19, verse 13, Jesus was brought before Pontius Pilate at a place called the pavement. And he's judged there at the place, you know, before the throne. Uh, Also, Exodus 24, verses 9 and 10. Then Moses went up on the mountain, also Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone, and it was like the very heavens in its clarity. But on the nobles and of the children of Israel, he did not lay his hand. So they saw God and they ate and drank. And so God is standing there on this paved work of stone. And here we see God's throne in front of it is a, is a sea of glass before his throne, which seems to be the boundary between God and man in heaven. But what does it say In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says, let us come what? Boldly to his throne, his throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. We can come boldly to his throne. We're not separated from him. Because of Jesus Christ and his death on the cross and his resurrection, we've been reconciled to God. We now have a relationship with God. We are now the children of God. And now we can just come boldly without fear to his throne. We don't have to stand on the other side of the pavement and and, and fear and hope that maybe he'll invite us to approach his throne. No, he gives us an invitation. He says, you can come boldly to my throne anytime you want, unannounced, without an appointment. Just come right in. Because we have access to him now through Jesus Christ. We can freely come into his presence. And it goes on here in verse 6. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. John sees these four living creatures around the throne of God. The word living creatures, it's literally four living ones. It's as if John doesn't really know what they are. It's just They were just four living things. And these living creatures, they're mentioned, they're mentioned 10 times in Revelation. They're mentioned 12 times in the book of Ezekiel. And Ezekiel tells us that these are cherubim. This is what they look like. And they surround the throne of God. And they worship God night and day for his holiness and for his power. Understand, they're not robots. They're not just saying this mechanically. They are there before the throne of God. They see everything that God does. They see all of his judgments, all of his decisions. And with every judgment and every decision that God makes for man on the earth, 
they worship him for it. Do you understand that when things happen in your life that that maybe you don't understand, that don't make sense to you, that you don't like, that are painful, and, and, and I respect that, I understand that. But at the same time in heaven, these living creatures that are there around the throne that have full knowledge and see the full picture and they see and understand why God made that judgment for you or that decision for you to allow that into your life, they're in heaven saying, holy, holy, holy. The very same thing that might be devastating for you or crushing for you, they're saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And apparently... These four living creatures are the worship leaders in heaven because when they do something, everyone else in heaven follows. They will lead us in worship in heaven when we're there one day. Look at verse 9. It says, Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders, they're there representing us. They're there with the church, with us. They fall down before him, before God, who sits on the throne, and they worship him who lives forever and ever, casting their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. So notice here, whenever the cherubim give glory and honor and thanks to God, Those in heaven, including us when we're there, they follow their lead. And remember back in verse 8, the cherubim don't rest day or night. They're continually worshiping God. And whenever these living creatures worship and give glory and honor and thanks to God, the 24 elders who represent us, they fall down before him on the throne. They cast their crowns and they worship him in humility No pride in heaven. And they say, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. We were created by God. You were created by God. And you were created for God. That's the purpose of your existence is to know God and have a relationship with Him. That's the main reason you exist and I exist, is to know Him and have a relationship with Him and to glorify Him. And if you're not in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, you're not really fulfilling the purpose of your life. You're missing it. No matter what what else you have going on, as great as it may be, you're really missing the true purpose and meaning of your life. That's to know him and glorify him. You know, the Bible says that we will receive crowns from the Lord as a reward for our faithfulness and service to him. And when we are in heaven, when those living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, you and I will fall on our faces on that sea of glass and we will cast our crowns at the foot of his throne. And we will say to him, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things. And by your will they exist. To you belongs all the glory and all of the honor for who you are and for what you've done for us. He asked me how I know and I say, bring truer than the fun. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Revelation, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. There's so much to gain from spending time with God in His Word. You'd be amazed at what can be revealed to you in a personal way. Did you hear something today and wish you could hear it again for it to fully sink in? Well, we have just the thing. All of our messages you hear on Ring of Truth can be found on our website. Go to calvaryec.com and search for These Teachings under the Media tab. While you're there, you'll likely find and explore other series or teachings that you'll find interesting. Are you growing through this study in Revelation? We sure hope so. Another resource you might find useful is our podcast. You can subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast as another way to stay connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. If you're interested in learning more about the church that supports this radio ministry, our website has all the information you need about Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.